0: Welcome to the Building America from the Inside Out podcast, where we work to find actionable solutions to issues facing our country today. I'm your host, JC Pohl, and I am so glad you're here as we work together to build America from the inside out. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Building America from the Inside Out. It is fun to be with you here today. Hey, we're coming off our most successful podcast to date. If you didn't listen to the last podcast, number 29, uh, we talked about a great journaling activity uh, that you can do here in the new year uh, to just kind of refocus and reset yourself with regards to your life plan, your career plan, and maybe even your family plan and personal plan. So check out episode 29 if you have time. But here we are moving on to episode 30. I thought this would be a fun episode. Uh, as we head into the new year, you know, we have so much hope. We have so many exciting things that we want to happen this year. But the truth is, we will have some difficult times during the year, right? There will be times when we are sad when we're depressed when we're having to deal with stress or hard things in our marriage and our relationships at work with our children whatever that might be it's not all just you know sunshine and roses and rainbows every day of 2020 and as i was clicking through the espn app on my phone you know, it just it kind of occurred to me, all these coaches in the NFL, they're just getting fired, you know, like the season ended a week ago and it's like, boom, fired, boom, fired, boom, fired. Even the guy in Dallas, wait a few days, boom, fired. And, uh, you know, so there are some times in our life when we hit obstacles that are just feel insurmountable. Um, things uh, like being fired from a job um, or being laid off from a job, you know, with my career, I've... I've had the fortune of being laid off three times in my career. Um, One, kind of by my own choice, I guess, and two, just because things were changing at the company and uh, the economy was kind of in a downturn and in my job, and in one case, even the division got completely shut down. And one thing I learned in those really difficult times of being laid off is that that is when I was forced to kind of reevaluate everything, restructure a few things, and and, and really replan Uh, what it looks like to move forward and find success in my career. Interesting thing is the same thing happened when I went through my divorce. I know I shared a few podcasts ago about um, some of the struggles I've had uh, with divorce. And while those times in my life were extremely difficult and very hard and emotionally challenging, They were also this amazing time of rebirth and rebuilding and recentering and refocusing on what really matters in my life. And so as we head into 2020, I wanted to share with you a little bit of the structure and the work that I do around my divorce recovery work that I do in counseling. Uh, Most of the clients I see right now, I own a website called AustinDivorceRecovery.com, so... Most of the clients I see now are divorce recovery clients um, or teenagers uh, who are dealing with families going through divorce or have gone through divorce, um, so that's kind of become my niche, and I really enjoy working with these clients because, obviously, you receive them you know, in counseling during a very difficult time. The emails you receive when they're inquiring about counseling are usually how... You know, things in their life are breaking down, they can't take it anymore, they just need help, and they want someone who can listen and help them work through it. Additionally, in my time at Texas State, and because of everything I've gone through in my life, I spent a lot of time just kind of researching divorce and um, looking at like what it really takes to rebuild, you know, out of those ashes, how do we rebuild a life that we can be proud of? How do we rebuild a life where we can go on and find success in marriage and in life and relationships and, and what might some of those components be? And so when I counsel a client through divorce recovery, it usually takes 10 to 12 sessions. So, you know, three or four months of work, but I kind of have these steps in my mind uh, that I'm walking the client through. And I think these steps would apply for any hardship that you might have this upcoming year. So you might go through a divorce, for instance. You might lose a loved one. Um, You might uh, have a really difficult thing at home like a car accident or someone gets sick or has to go to the hospital um you might get laid off you might lose your job you might get boom fired <laughs> just like those nfl coaches i mean isn't it so funny like one nfl coach can get fired over here and then later on he's great over there like bill belichick fired from the browns and now he's like the best coach ever it's just so funny sometimes i think how uh impatient we are with coaches and and uh, how much uh how much we put on like their position with regards to success uh, when sometimes, you know, great coaches get fired and sometimes just like you, great people have really difficult things happen to them. And so let's look at a few of these steps. Let's spend some time together. The first thing I found in therapy that is so important when I'm dealing with someone going through a major hardship like this is to understand their current reality. I think uh, even when I when I got laid off, I remember the American Film Institute. Um, it was during the dot-com explosion. We were working in this really great division at AFI. We were basically like creating all this really cool interactive content around their films. It was my first opportunity to be an interactive producer. Uh, so I was actually getting to travel and put together stories and, and helping people engage with their films. And so I kind of had a vision there, right? Like I had this vision that I wanted to achieve And maybe like who I wanted to become there on campus at the American Film Institute. And when that division got shut down and all of us got laid off and told that we had two weeks to basically get our stuff together and get on out the door, um, that vision came crashing down, right? Crashing down. I was not going to be the interactive producer that I thought I was going to become, Um, Same thing maybe with a client going through divorce. They have a vision of their family, you know, what Christmas traditions look like, what they expect things to look like maybe down the road when their kids are in high school or um, when they, you know, wanted to travel with their spouse. Like we have a vision of what that might look like. And so the first thing in therapy that usually takes, you know, two to four, sometimes five, six sessions is helping the client understand their new reality uh, that for example, you know, Christmas is a great example that maybe you had all these amazing Christmas traditions or things that you were looking to build, uh, with your family and and really working with them to understand what that might look like now. Uh, what are some of the things that you could carry forward? What are some of the things you could change or what are some of the new traditions that you could make? And so working with the client to accept the fact and, and really, really what it is, is grieving their reality, right? Like, what they thought was going to be the future has just died, right? Like, like losing a dog or losing a loved one. We go through a major grieving process as we accept that reality. Well, I think that the same is true when we deal with a major hardship in our life. We have to realize that things have changed. And so once we've done that, how do we start rebuilding, Well, One of the things I really like to work with clients on, and I would encourage you to do, too, if you come back to this podcast, maybe during the year uh, when you're having a hard time, uh, is is looking at your strengths and where you find guidance in your life. Uh, I'm a big believer in not reinventing the wheel. Uh, There are people out there who have gone through similar hardships. There are people out there who have spent the time on what it looks like to rebuild uh, their life, rebuild their vision, um, just build up themselves. Uh, Whether it's someone like Tony Robbins, who has spent time, you know, motivating and coaching others and kind of developed his system on doing that. Or whether it's someone like Brene Brown who's done the research and written the books and, you know, probably has her own podcast where she, you know, talks to people about rebuilding through hardship. But who do we go through, go to for guidance? Um, these could be uh, loved ones. Like for me, my, my dad and my mom would be someone that I would go to immediately for guidance if I went through something very difficult. Uh, maybe someone we look to as well. Uh, maybe someone we looked to growing up. Like, what did they mean? I mean, even someone, um, I always give the kids when I work in schools the example of Batman. Like, while Batman is not a real person, he's just a character in the movies and in comic books, He is someone over my life that I have looked to for guidance, Um, the way he approaches life, the way he's on the rooftops of Gotham protecting other people. And with my work with Teen Truth and some of the work I do in schools or some of the work I do as a counselor, sometimes, you know, he has provided the inspiration and the guidance I need uh, to keep doing the type of work I'm doing, because sometimes that work can be extremely challenging, extremely hard. And additionally, the other thing that we really need to look at during this time is what are our strengths? You know, what are we good at? Or um, what do we kind of bring to the table? What what makes us good? You know, when you receive someone that's gone through a divorce, or you, you receive someone that's been like fired or laid off, they're in a really down dark area and, and so they're not always seeing the positive aspects of themselves so I love to help them tap into those positive aspects and and get them to verbalize and get them to explain their strengths to me well I think the same could be true for you if you go through something hard uh, this year is to sit down and uh, work with a counselor or work with someone in your life to really think about like okay well, I'm in a really hard place, but what are the things that I'm really good at? And, and who do I go to for guidance to, to kind of figure that aspect of my life out? What makes me great? Um, and then of course, as we're going through this stressful element in our life, um, the other important thing that I love to work clients through is just the idea of relieving stress. Uh, for me, when I went through my divorce and I moved here to Austin, I found yoga. Um, yoga was something I, I did not, participate in or know a lot about, uh, previously to coming to Austin. Um, those of you that have not been to this city before, uh, work, our slogan here is keep Austin weird. Uh, so it's just a little funky. It's a little cool. We do things a little different. And, you know, back 10 years ago when I first moved here, yoga was something I really wanted to try and do a little differently. And, um, I loved it. it. It really, it helped make me stronger. It helped give me that, you know, 60, 70 minutes to really focus on my breathing and focus on myself. Um, And it became a major aspect of my stress relief uh, strategy plan, Um, along with uh, hiking and running and other things that are fun to do here in Austin that really helped me. Um, For you, it might be something different. Um, But looking at within that plan, how do you relieve stress? Like what are your coping skills to deal with stress? And it might sound really easy right now as we're sitting on a podcast or you're driving in your car listening to this or wherever you might be. Uh, But I find a lot of times with clients when I'm in the room, I've got to dig and I've got to poke and I've got to prod to really understand like what works for them, right? Like it's easy to say, oh, go do yoga. Oh, go for a hike. But maybe that's not what really relieves stress for them. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's doing a puzzle. Maybe it's spending time with family. Um, Really being intentional and spending those. I mean, I usually spend one or two full sessions, you know, so we're talking like one or two hours that we spend kind of digging into this. And then the biggest step that I've found in divorce recovery and, um, the most research, like I've done a lot of research, read the articles about it, and really when it comes to divorce in particular, and I believe this to be true probably about any other major hardship, is that the research tells us that we have about an 18 month window from when the event happens to come to some realization of forgiveness. Forgiveness uh, is not admitting that you're wrong, forgiveness is not admitting that you lost. Uh, forgiveness is truly just accepting that maybe things are okay, and whoever wronged you or whatever happened is okay. Um, maybe things are actually better uh, in your life because of this change. Um, when you look at when I look, you know, look at being laid off from AFI. I mean, if I never got laid off from AFI, um, well, I was you know upset with them and upset with the person that pulled the funding at the time. I would have never got that job at Disney. I would have never worked for Disney DVD. And uh, probably wouldn't have. I mean, my career really took off after that happened. So um, really just being able to look back and say, you know, it is okay, It is all right. And spending some time talking about forgiveness and, and what that truly looks like. And so I encourage you to, to spend some time on that. If you're going through something hard, uh, you might notice that this is, this is a few steps down the road, right? Like we've looked at your reality. We've looked at your strengths. We've looked at your guidance. We've looked at how you relieve stress. We've looked at like who you're reaching out to. Um, so now we've got a month or two under our belt in therapy and we need to kind of like talk about the elephant in the room and, and that's forgiveness. And that is, you know, I know what happened to you was very unfair. I know what you went through was very hard. And so what does it look like to say that that's okay and that you're all right and that maybe things will work out for the better? Um, because that really leads us into the final steps of, of the recovery process that I take clients through. And that is basically creating that new reality, right? Like this is what the fun stuff happens. Uh, you know, what is it that you want to do? You know, you got laid off. You got fired. I mean, look at the Cowboys. I mean, even they just, they fired their coach and they just hired a new coach. And what's interesting about the new coach that they hired was he was fired two years ago in Green Bay. And he had an entire year to kind of be humbled, to think about his job, to, to, I don't know, think about his philosophies of football, to look at what all the other teams are doing. And I don't know if Mike McCarthy will have success with the Cowboys or not, but if he does have success, I guarantee you that he might point to this year off as being a year that grounded him and motivated him and gave him a foundation to move forward as a better coach. Um, I feel that that is a really important aspect of this process is taking the time to be humbled a little bit and, and do this type of work because unfortunately in life, when we have a job or when things are going well or when we're left with our loved ones before someone dies, right? everything's okay. Like We're up on the mountaintops, right? We're we're looking at the view. The wind is in our face. Um, We're drinking that nice drink of cold water on on the summit. Uh, But it's when we're in the valleys, when we're in the mud and the muck and the hard things are happening that we're forced to re-strategize, re-evaluate, and find new ways to move forward. And that could be creating core principles. You know, one of the things I work with with my divorce recovery clients is like creating these four or five kind of tentpole principles, these flags in the ground that they can kind of stick in the ground for their next relationship and say, hey, when I get into my next relationship, there's these four or five things that are non-negotiable. And these, you know, it might be like for me, I remember one thing for me was like family and church. Like when I, if if I get the opportunity to get married again, I want to make sure that I marry someone that cares about family and going to church. Uh, Because I found in the past when I've been married to someone who does not care about that stuff Um, things get a little difficult, things get a little hard, things get a little messy and stressful. And so that was kind of a flag or two flags that I wanted to stick in the ground. And the same could be true if if something happened in your career or something happens in life. Um, What are the four or five things, the flags that you wanna stick in the ground and say, hey, I'll work around a lot of other stuff, but these four or five things in my life, these core principles are what I'm gonna build my life on. They are the foundation and they are non-negotiable. And I think this work does not get done Unless the, difficult, unless the difficult things happen in our life um, like I mentioned getting laid off from AFI is what led me to Disney which was got me to Disney DVD which really bolstered my career as an interactive producer which sent me off to work for Warner Brothers and worked on films like Harry Potter and 300 and Corpse Bride and all these great Warner Brothers films and got me back working with Disney DVD again and now here I am you know, with Teen Truth. And while I'm not doing interactive producing as much anymore, it really provided the foundation. You know, if you think about Teen Truth, it was just a film, right? It was just a film. That's all it was. And now it's become such an interactive experience around the film as we go to schools and work with teachers. We made new films. We brought new speakers. We got new trainings. And we've created this interactive experience around our film and around our brand. And I would like to believe that if I didn't get laid off those two or three times, if I didn't go through you know some of the difficult times in my life, uh, would not be sitting where I am today, feeling so blessed and feeling so um, hopeful about the future and the work that we're doing. And so I hope this podcast has been helpful for you. I know that we went a little long today, But I felt as we head in the new year, while the last podcast was super successful and people are sharing it and excited uh, to go out and do their journaling activity and plan for 2020, I think it's really important for you and I, if we wanna build America from the inside out, if we wanna make this country stronger, you and I also need a plan for when things go sideways, for when things get difficult. And uh, this podcast hopefully can serve as that plan for you, that when you do hit that stumbling block, Maybe you come back here, podcast number 30. You check it out. You give it a listen. And maybe there might be some words of guidance in there that can help. So thanks for stopping by. I'm off to New Jersey for a few days to uh, do some Teen Truth programs out there. Um, but I hope you just have a great, great beginning of your new year and a great week. You take care. This has been Building America from the Inside Out with J.C. Pohl. If you enjoyed the show, like, share, and subscribe. Your feedback helps guide the show, so don't hesitate to reach out to us at jcpoll.com or on the JCPoll Facebook page. Enjoy your week, focus on solutions, and thanks for working together to build America from the inside out.